You in the shower too, eh? I just got out, man. The, the sh- shower thoughts are flowing. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know what that means, right? Obviously, I know what it means. It's time to shower the audience with these thoughts. <laughs> I know. I'll meet you at the communal shower right now. See you there, bud. Welcome back in the shower for another episode. Boom. Boom. You always do that. Boom. Always boom there it up, is, right? baby. <laughs> we have a new guest in the shower. A uh, shower debut for Shivam. Shiv. Yeah. Shiv. Shiv. Whatever. 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 Honestly, you're like, yeah, I'm comfortable with either or. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I think we. I think we need more brown guys. I realize. Yeah, we yeah. don't have enough. It's not we like you had enough. five episodes. Yeah. Oh, no. no you know what? Like, yeah. We need more representation. I think. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So if you're brown and a guy, just let us know. Like, we're <laughs> try to get equality in here. <laughs> we'll get you in here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do our best. Yeah. Um, it's it's not like we're being selective. It's just like we've noticed that we don't usually bring brown men yeah. in here. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. decide like, hey, by the way, like we support equity and inclusion. Yeah. So like if like Saf said, if you're a brown male, please hit us up. We'd love to have you on so that we can prove that we're all about equity and inclusion. Yeah, sure. of course. Even of if course. we don't know you, if you have like you don't want to just talk, the, yeah. We just need the representation. Mm. Yeah. Right. You get yeah. That? So I we appreciate you coming oh, on here. Definitely, uh, man. Thanks, that man. is that is the end of the podcast, though. So, yeah. so See y'all. as you guys can tell, we are inclusive. Uh, that was the point of this episode. See you in the next yeah. show. <laughs> that was oh. a quick body wash. That yeah, was a quick yeah. body wash. It was just uh, the pits. The pits. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. The pits. Just a body shower. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. wash the hair. Can't wash the hair. When you hit a workout, but you know you're going for another one, but you just want to clean up because you don't go in stinky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just change the shirt. Exactly. Yeah. But, welcome to Shower Thoughts. Welcome to Shower Thoughts, Shiv. Uh, I'm Saf. We did this, didn't we? No, we didn't. Well, I'm Saf. <laughs> and I'm Sharif. And this is Shower Thoughts with yeah. Saf and Sharif. And Shiv. And Shiv. <laughs> yeah. And Shiv now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, first question, obviously. Always. What, what other question is there? Three words. Three words. Answer is three words. The question is three words. Who is Shiv? Answers three words. Three words. Oh, you're okay. using your words, man. You <laughs> uh, always use the words. Shiv is an athlete, an Ooh. activist, mm. and a scientist. Wow. Let's go with that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. He, nice. Jack of all trades. Jack yeah. of all trades. Sure. Go Jack with that. of all trades. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> damn. An athlete, that. an activist, and a scientist. Yeah. Um, what, what makes you an athlete? Other than your obvious physique. Oh, yeah. Other yeah. than that. Thank you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Quick flex, <laughs> <Quick> flex yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a weightlifter, so nice. I'm currently like competing as a uh, Olympic weightlifter in Ontario. Nice. Hopefully trying to make it in nationals as well. Sweet. Uh, I got like another 20 kilos to put on my weight if I do want to make it to nationals. But, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it's a, it's oh, a, so a couple pounds. Uh, it's like, like your body 50 weight? pounds. <laughs> on uh, your body weight? Or like the weight you're lifting? The weight I'm lifting. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say. I gotta, I gotta stay down That's in my body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 20 kilos on body weight. Like, that would down. be amazing. Uh, hey, <laughs> sign up for this. <laughs> Let me just eat. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, then, and then, activist. An activist. Um, I am big on mental health and equity, as we've mentioned. Inclusion. Yeah, inclusion. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, mental health and equity. Uh, big things for me so nice. that's kind of where my activism comes in okay and yeah and then the, and then the scientist 
So I'm big on science communication, making sure that people Sci-com. understand what science is, what's mm-hmm. going on in research, and what research is at the end of the day. You know, like research gives you very specific findings, and people don't necessarily understand what those specific findings mean yeah. in the general population, right? True. So yeah, just true. making sure that that science communication part is there. Yeah, Dude, that's, that's sick. sick. It's a, like an emerging field. In my oh one yeah, of my courses in fourth year, like this past uh, winter semester. We we had a prof give us a science com right uh, assignment yeah and man that stuff is so useful we had like a presentation on it and everything and we actually got to try converting like the boring sciency papers yeah into something that the average Joe could just read mm. yeah and I'm like why has this not been around for longer no exactly and you know what like that's that's such a big field now especially with medical research because like. Medical research is so vast, and people don't understand what the heck's going on with it. Yeah. So, what's the point of like having all these findings if most people don't know about them? Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Percent. Yeah. yeah. That's that's so cool. So you have a you have a degree like you have a, you're in a program that's. I'm in kinesiology at Laurentian, oh, but yeah, like I'm okay. going into my fourth year, and that's kind of where my focus is for hopefully a master's and yeah. whatever I do after, you know. So yeah. That's huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just just because like. I, I'm in I'm in the the physician assistant program. Okay, and like something that we're asked all the time is like explain this disease or this pathophysiology or this treatment to the patient right. who doesn't know anything. Right, right? like they're like, okay, what is what is um, an antidepressant? Like, how does that work? Right, or like, what is hypertension? Like, what are these things? Yeah, and like that's a whole nother skill. You can know a, a topic like they say if you can't explain a topic to a five-year-old and you don't know the topic. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And well, I think I like that's that. so true. Cause yeah. I, I mean, I'm like, I explain things to Sharif and he's a five-year-old. And so yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Like, sometimes, sometimes you can't, sometimes so you I can't. don't know it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, he's now he's a three-year-old and it gets a little easier. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's hard. It's a hard, it's hard thing hard, to do. For sure. Yeah. Especially when you have all of this, like, vast amount of knowledge all yeah. of these terms that are just so secondary and modesty to too like and all of the yeah. 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 yeah vast knowledge yeah. genius the, yeah. the, the dumb people they're hard to <laughs> no, I'm kidding yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. see that's a big thing with science research too right because like you have all these specific words that you use yeah. to get published and whatnot but when it comes to the ju- like an average show they're not going to understand these yeah. words because they've never been exposed to it right mm-hmm. so yeah, that's like the big part of science communication, just breaking it down into simpler terms. So yeah, yeah, because there's so much good stuff out there too. Exactly, like all of the stuff about exercise and like yeah, mental health. Like you're talking, like there's yeah. so much research behind it that's supporting it. And we all know it. We like we've read it. Yeah, and like obviously exercise is good for all these things. Obviously, yeah. mental health is important. But like, no one else is reading these papers who actually like, really need that. Right. Right. Exactly. That's so. Such yeah. an important thing. I know. Yeah. yeah. I never like thought about it like that though. Yo, yeah. I was watching uh <laughs> I was so bored yesterday. It was one of my it was one of those days in the summer. I've literally had two of these days in the summer where like I had no plans, so I was literally at home and like it was a well needed rest. Like I know you want to talk about stress management yeah. a little bit, but like, I finally had a rest. Like I felt like I needed to be productive or whatever. Yeah. So like, I'm not just gonna watch a show. I'm gonna watch a documentary. Yeah. I think it was called like What the Food or What the Health, something like that. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Documentary about food and diabetes. And basically, the idea was uh, this guy who's like uh, genetically predisposed for diabetes and a bunch of other health related diseases. He does his own research on his own time and then re- realized, came across a bunch of papers that say sugar is in the culprit that leads to diabetes. It's actually processed meat and red meat. And then he goes on like uh, 
American American Cancer Society or whatever the organization there is called, the biggest one there, checks their website. They have recipes that promote that have processed red meat in it. Yeah. So he's just sitting there going like, "What?" He's like, "If you guys are saying this and like the the science that's communicated in a lay term way." is saying use processed red meat, but all the updated science is saying, no, red meat actually promotes your uh, risk for cancer and uh, diabetes and such. He's like, How, how's the average Joe supposed to know that? Because they don't want to do research and see all these intimidating big words. Exactly. So yeah. basically he goes on trying to, like the whole point of the documentary is to explain to the late person what the research findings are and summarizing right. that. Right, right. So that's like interesting that I yeah. watched that yesterday. And yeah, yeah. Now we're talking about this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like, what type of what type of stuff do you learn then? Like in that kind of or like I guess you're in kinesiology, but like yeah. what what's your like? Are you like doing things every day or like learning stuff? Or? Right. So currently, I am working at, at my university as a researcher. So I'm looking at ergon- ergonomists. Yeah. Or, yeah, like ergonomics, right? People that yeah. do. Yeah, like stuff. yeah, like they like work on your comfort. Is right. essentially it, right? Like, but seek discomfort. Yeah, they work on your comfort. But <laughs> yeah. Like, seek yeah, exactly. But like things like setting Thanks up for a table. Appreciate. Oh, big laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like setting up your computer and stuff, and like to a layperson that doesn't matter, right. right? But when you look at it over a span of like forty years, yeah, it's going to impact your health, right? Because like if you're looking up at a computer like this the entire time, your neck's going to get strained, right? Like you're going to hurt your neck. Exactly, yeah. Like, you're going to end up with, like, nerd neck or whatever, right? So, yeah. Nerd yeah. neck. Yeah. I've never heard that <laughs> one before. Yeah, actually? Nerd oh, man. Like, that's I a Laurentian all thing, the time. baby. <laughs> Probably, man. Northern Ontario is freaking weird. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Shout out to all the people from Northern Ontario. Uh, but, yeah, like, that kind of stuff. But no, normal person wouldn't understand that kind of stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. breaking it down and saying, yeah, like, there are things that would impact your health over a long term is kind of important just to have them understand that yeah like it's small changes right now but it's big when it comes to you know your lifespan yeah Yeah, so interesting yeah um going back kind of like because we're we're circling around a little bit but going back to like that second that second uh word that you said the activist you're talking about like the mental health portion so like what what makes you want to be an activist for that oh i i have like i have mental illness myself i deal with it i have to work on stress management quite a bit i have adhd um but these are things that you know a university environment doesn't necessarily kind of set itself up for right Mm -hmm. like like the success comes to students who are more um focused and yeah like resilient exactly like they're neurotypicals essentially right like where you don't have things like ADHD or yeah. depression or anxiety. And most university students do go through anxiety and depression, but we have different kind of degrees to what we go through, right? So yeah. it's a scale too. Like you exactly. can't just say like we're gonna give this uh, blanking out on the word. Like they're gonna modify tests or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like it's not the same accommodation. Accommodations. Yeah. But like no one size fits all exactly that's the thing and that's what i found so i work at the writing center at laurentian as well and we get a lot of students come in who are always really stressed out about writing assignments right because it's a big deal they got essays to write that are worth like 50 percent of their grade kind of thing 
So they're stressing. So the big part of that kind of led me towards this mental health activism stuff was um, talking to accessibility at Laurentian, talking to the uh, president of Laurentian, the dean of Laurentian, and getting them to understand She's that activist. students need more accessibility stuff going on with them so that they have more accommodations available to them that can help them out at the in the long run. Yeah. yeah. So what are um, the, some of these services that you like felt so passionate about and spoke to these people about? Right. So uh, Laurentian's just uh, kind of made it their big mandate to get a wellness hub going. And nice. that was a big part of the writing center kind of pushing me and my boss. We we're like, hey, like we're getting students coming in here because they can't get to accommodations. They can't get to accessibility. They can't get to counselors. They can't get to academic advisors. They're coming to us. And we just don't have that scope. There's me working there and my boss. That's it. That's two people, it. Two wow. people, right? Like, Jeez. Yeah. So that's all we got in terms of writing coaches. And we're supposed to be helping with writing, not with Everything mental health. Counseling. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that was a big push. So we pushed a lot for um, the, vice, uh, the pro- vice president of teaching and learning. We talked to her a lot about this. And the Laurentian VP? At Laurentian, yeah. yeah. So now they're kind of working towards a wellness hub that integrates a lot of these things and then kind of connects it to a bunch of the services on campus. So if someone comes in to us and they're like, oh, yeah, like I'm stressed out about my writing, we can be like, oh, okay, check out the wellness hub. That way you don't have to go to counseling. You don't have to go to accessibility. You don't have to go to an academic advisor. It's all kind of available to you in that one spot. Yeah. And it's a lot more informal, right? So it's just a more comfortable position to be in. And it sounds like you got a team instead of like seeing each person individually. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the goal of it. Yeah. Mm, that's sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if you're comfortable opening up about it, like what's been your journey, like overcoming the challenges with ADHD oh. and like. Um, so I didn't know I had ADHD till end of first year. Really? I went in to see the uh, counseling there and they were suggesting me to go see a neuropsychologist the neuropsychologist well, before that like what made you like take that step though i was just really really anxious about how my schooling is going right like i was like okay i'm killing it in school but i'm working three times as hard as i need to mm-hmm. yeah. like i i like would read, to your exactly years. like i would read a sentence and then five minutes later i'm like i don't know what i just read i gotta read that again so yeah. i'd read that sentence like five times over before i can move on because i'd be like oh, damn, I'm just not getting this. I'm not able to focus on the sentence. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to understand what it's saying. So with that, I kind of seeked out counseling. I seeked out the medical team, and they were like, yeah, like maybe you should go see a neuropsychologist. We worked on things together, and at this point, I understand that I have ADHD and I have to accommodate like how I study. What was your bit, reaction right? to that? Honestly, I kind of expected it. Yeah. My teachers kind of like told me in high school too, they were like, really? yeah, you probably have ADHD, you're hyper as hell, like you're eccentric. You know, I was like, yeah, man, like that's just me. That's just who I am, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like kind of found weightlifting with that because I was like, okay, I need to burn energy so I can focus on studying, <laughs> right? Like, so break my body in the gym and then go and get nice studying done because I'd be tired. So I wouldn't be like all over the place. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. When I met you, uh, that was after your first year? That was after my first year, yeah. That wow, was, so that was like in that time you had just discovered yeah, it. Because yeah. for, for the viewers and listeners, I met uh, Shiv at a French exchange program, Explore, 
in Quebec in the summer of 2017. 2017. Yeah, 2017. Exactly. Two years ago, man. Yeah, and we hadn't seen e- we haven't seen each other until today. Yeah, You're yeah. In town for a few I know. Days. Yeah, I'm leaving oh, soon. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's this, been a long time. playing catch up, yeah. but like straight to the point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but so when I met you, you were a few pounds. Oh, I was way heavier. Yeah, I was like, like 180. Yeah, dang, I'm like man. I'm like down to like 147 pounds right now, oh, man. Really? And like, yeah, like I'm I feel stronger. I feel better physically mm-hmm. than I ever did before. So, and is that like because you needed that energy outlet, and that led to this healthy hobby? Hundred percent. That was it. I was like, okay, I'm I need something to keep me active. I need something to help me focus, right? And like. Like we talked about, exercise is so good for so many things, right? Yeah. So weightlifting was kind of there for that. And then, you know, just toning down, did some cardio, helped manage my anxiety and depression a lot more with mm-hmm. that. And just been doing exercise since to help with my mental health. So it went from like being an outlet to being like almost a, a, like a therapy. Yeah. Like it's a it's a very integrated part of my life now. Yeah. Like if I'm not doing it, I'll feel weird. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 So. Wow. Nice. And like, what was the pro? It obviously, it wasn't like a switch that all of a sudden you're like, okay, I got the ADHD under control now that I have this outlet. School's school's like a joke now. Yeah, no, literally, <laughs> school's still not a joke. You know, school's still school. You know, you gotta struggle. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's it's a lot better now because I know that if if I'm struggling in class, I know I can kill it in the gym, feel better about myself, and mm. then go back to class and kill it again. Yeah, you know? self-efficacy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of those big words. Yeah, I know. It's huge. We spoke about it in the last episode. It's not out yet. Well, when this is out, it will be out. But uh, we had a guest two days ago. We're just banging out episodes back to back. Him and I have different travel schedules. So we just want to still put one out per week. Yeah. So, like, it seems like we've been, like, so many shower thoughts in one week. I know. They're all kind of blending together. Because they're all such, like, every important topic is attached to another Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. mental health affects everything. everything. Yeah. yeah, like, last talk you had about fitness, and, like, we went in, like, so many different holes because yeah. fitness also affects, like, your mental health. Body yeah, it affects, image. like, body image. Like, so many other things. It's yeah, inter- yeah, Like, the most important things in life are interconnected, I feel. For sure, yeah. Like, mental health impacts how you, how you feel about other people, too, right? Like, your mm-hmm. relationships matter. Yeah. In different ways, how you approach relationships and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's so. so that's another thing. So we spoke about fitness as being like one of the th- tools you used, and actually became one of your values. Right. Uh, like fitness became one of your values because it was therapy, it was an outlet. But like, what about the other tools you used in terms of like so like was so like social support is a big one for me. So like, I have I reach out to friends a lot. Like if I'm feeling crappy, I'll be like, hey man, like do you want to go get coffee or something? And I found that people are really helpful, you know, like Mm. you feel weird about being vulnerable with people, but they're there to listen, right? Like your friends are good people. That's why they're your friends, Mm. right? Like, so that was a big, that was, that's a big thing for me as well. Just being able to call my friends, being able to call my parents and be like, Hey, can we just sit down and talk for a bit? Yeah. You know? So that's been a big part of it. Yeah. Do you you find that there were some friends that weren't like that it was just picking like the right friends and did you find that along this process as you realized that you realized who your real friends were and who weren't i found that all my friends were there for me Sweet, in man. one way or another nice. you know like you can't talk about everything yeah with everybody yeah, so you got to pick out which friends are there yeah. for what kind True. of thing and that's how you figure out who's there for you for what 
Gotcha. Yeah. Dude, that's a sick way of looking at it. That's yeah. so true. Yeah. Because there's certain friends that you'll go and you'll just like go out with and have a good time. Some and, friends like, are in life chats, friends. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. And, and like, it, it's okay to have all of those. Yeah. Like, there was a time in my life where I was like, I only want to have like meaningful conversations with people. Like, I just, I'm, I hate small talk. I hate shallow talk, blah, blah, blah. But I realized like it's also important. Like, it's also just like sometimes you just enjoy it. Yeah. And sometimes other people just enjoy talking about their day or yeah. talking about like just like, you know, very shallow things or, or yeah. like things that just kind of matter today or matter tomorrow, but not like yeah. existential questions that me and Sharif talk about all the time. Right, right. But like, <laughs> they're all important. Right? Yeah. They all have different roles in your life. Exactly. Yeah. And, and just like recognizing and appreciating those roles and not like, okay, you don't talk about like what the meaning of life is. So yeah. we can't be friends. Like, yeah. It's, it's so I, yeah, I completely agree with that too. Like, it's such a... Um, an important insight to have of like right not every friend of yours is going to fit into a box like they're all kind of different yeah and they're all important in their own way yeah some are just exactly. the like make make you feel good laugh kind of person like you'll never yeah, have like man, a yeah. deep conversation but when you're with them you just know you're gonna get a good laugh and yeah like, it's been scientifically proving proven like laughing smiling that ups your mood on makes its own. you feel good yeah like you got your hype men too you know like yeah. hype people yeah. that just like yeah. gas you up you know just <laughs> you random random gas gas yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah but, but like you feel good you feel yeah. good yeah. you're like oh man like i'm <laughs> loving this yeah i went to the gym two weeks ago so yeah you're like i think you're right <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Hey, yo, i was your hype man like two days i was like yo your arms got bigger yeah and he was like nah man i got so much work to do but you know he feeling himself yeah no you hype me up too much sometimes i'm like yo am i like bigger than sharif way past yeah yeah so true man yeah yeah i like that yeah for sure it's all about perspective too. it's all the perspective yeah and, and i think like that's one of the hardest things to change is, is your perspective mm-hmm. like did you feel like you consciously were trying to change your perspective or do you think like it just changed with you i think my outlook on life was very negative mm. like when we had met it was like starting to adjust kind of thing, you know, where I was oh, like, it's the summer right after yeah, you found yeah. this stuff out. So I was like, okay, like I have shit going on. I got to figure it out. Sorry. Can I swear? Is that good? Uh, Jay's <laughs> one, year old, one yeah. year old nephew's listening. Oh, yeah. Okay. This yeah. is a joke yeah. from like episode <laughs> what? Two, three, two. Yeah, With yeah, Caesar, yeah. I think we spoke about it. But yeah, yeah go yeah. for yeah. it, man. Okay. Uh, so I figured out that I have stuff going on, right? So I was like, okay, I got to figure stuff, out. Stuff, not shit. Yeah, not <laughs> shit, not shit. It's stuff, yeah. That's my point. Oh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> mm, I mean, darn. Yeah, nice. Uh, Save it. Yeah, continue. <laughs> but I figured out that I have things going on. So I got to I gotta figure myself out. Like, I got to yeah. figure out my life. I got to figure out how I see things and change that to be better, right? I want to be more positive. That was my goal at the end of the day. So when I got into, like, lifting, that was a big part of it because I wanted to see every, like, every time I went to the gym, I wanted to kind of exaggerate my improvements rather than what I was doing wrong, mm-hmm. right? So that was a big part of understanding how to lift and how to, how to kind of be better in the sport. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, um, what, does that, what does that mean to you to exaggerate your improvements? So, like, for example, like, I started off lifting just the bar. Right, yeah. like I was having a tough time doing just the bar properly, like cleaning, like, like snatching the bar Snatch. properly, because I was like, okay, my form is garbage right now, yeah. right? And then I was able to put on five pounds, and I was like, okay, five pounds on the bar, that's a big improvement, yeah. comparison to just the bar. Yo, percent wise, hell yeah, it is. exactly, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and then you know, it went up, it went up to from like forty five pounds to like forty five kilos, 
And I was like, okay, that's a 2.25 conversion. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, you know what? That's a big change. I got to highlight that. Even though my lifts felt crappy, even though I felt shaky, I was able to do it. And that's what matters. You know, like I injured my shoulder in December. So I got back into lifting in March and I was like, oh, damn, like I can still do 50 kilos. It's nowhere close to my 70 kilo max for a snatch, but I can still do 50. Outlook. Yeah. Mm. I was like, okay. I didn't go to trash with, you know, whatever injuries I had. I didn't completely decondition. It sounds like even if you could only hit bar, like your mind was in a state where you would be like, damn, I know I injured my shoulder, but I just hit bar. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, like I can do this. Like I can actually get my hands to go over my head without crazy amount of pain, you know. Mm. So that's the kind of perspective shift that kind of happened. And I don't know if I did this purposefully. Like I, I wasn't trying to do it after a point it just kind of happened you know? it became you it became you me. practice it to a point that like it integrates into exactly being. Yeah, yeah 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 it just yeah, becomes yeah. who you are so yeah i think yeah. that's such a like, an important thing too of of even if you aren't something like even if you don't have a particular perspective if you kind of start like emulating that and embodying it you start obtaining that of perspective right so like even something like um for me, for like being a morning person, like I was never a morning person. I was never a, um, uh, uh, yeah, what do you want me to call it? Uh, an early bird. <laughs> this man said he's a morning person. I said, I'm not no, a morning I mean, person. Oh, you said not. I heard you Jesus, you man. You're going to rewind the tape. <laughs> I said, I was uh, never a morning okay. person. My bad, my bad. What? what? You know what? Let's talk about this. Episode. I'm too ready, man. We've had too many podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. don't want to see you. We're going to break up like one direction. <laughs> oh, God. But we'll, we'll go solo and then come back together. For Jonas re- Brothers? Re- we'll Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah, Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah, not one direction. Um, what was I saying? I was never a morning person. Or like anything. Anything that like you, you want to be but you aren't. You just start doing the actions that that thing does. Like You just start like forcing yourself or like forcing yourself to do the actions that that person would do you start becoming that person almost. yeah exactly like uh a month and a half ago i concussed myself nice. um sure, yeah, exactly nice. <laughs> exactly nice yeah uh, but how so drop the bar on oh. my head yeah. <laughs> i know stupid stupid but um but <laughs> Yeah, like I was huh? like Snatch? I was snatching and like it just I did it. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it buckles like it buckles. Oh, it was yeah. dislocated. Yeah. So I was like, ah oh, fuck. So you pick conky over dislocated shoulder? Exactly. I was like, okay, it's better to hit my head than it is to <laughs> I got my shoulder again. I need to rest though. <laughs> How do you feel yeah. about that decision? <laughs> uh mess me up, man. Like I wasn't able to lift again, right? Because like <laughs> Damn. Uh just throws you off entirely. But my physiotherapist was like okay you need to start doing cardio and i was like i You're like no <laughs> i was like what's cardio yeah. hold up prescribe not happening <laughs> you mean cardi b is that <laughs> what you're trying to say <laughs> like, i'll bet i'll bang out some cardi b yeah, yeah. Man, i was like okay yeah good tracks yeah but she's like okay you gotta get on the bike and start biking start running and i was like I don't think that's going to happen. But she was like, okay, but if you want to get better, you got to do this, right? So I started off like trying to force myself to do it. I was like, okay, 10 minutes on the bike, just 10 minutes. I got to just get it done. But that 10 minutes became 
being able to do 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And then, like, last Monday, I ran, like, a 10K. And I was like, oh, man, like, okay, I can do this now. I'm feeling better, you know? But that was a big part of just, like, shifting my perspective, going from, like, a weightlifter to starting to do cardio, Mm -hmm. hating it, and then just being able to do it. Yeah. 10K, dude. 10K is not easy. No, yeah. People can do a 10K untrained, but, like, to be able to, like, do it, work your way up to it is yeah. another beast than just like oh, never yeah. doing it and just doing it it's yeah. like yeah you'll walk part of it or whatever right uh so that stopped we'll keep oh i just hit my funny bone when i clap <laughs> oh oh <laughs> there's the boom there's the boom but uh sorry guys gopro camera died we're back uh thoughts we left at was the 10k right yeah, so I, like, forced myself to kind of get into cardio and then did a 10K, and I felt great about it. And I haven't run since, but, you know, like... <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it's Friday. You gotta... Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're good. It was yeah. this week. <laughs> That's a long run. You gotta yeah. recover, especially... Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm actually, in, like, in the middle of, of that process of starting cardio. I saw the look yeah. in your eyes when he said he ran 10K. Yeah. It was like... Your, I, your I eyes wanna, were shining. Yeah, I want... I, I've... I've never been a big like long distance cardio. Like I've always just right. done like hit stuff. Or, right. Because yeah. your knee, right? Because my knee, my knee actually. I don't know if you guys <laughs> refer to the next the episode last, <laughs> from the last podcast. My knee has problems. Just talk to me about it. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, 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 I also want to be like cardio respiratorily fit. Right. It's not a word, but like I, I. Cardiovascularly. Cardiovascularly, whatever you want to call it. And and I think, like, it has so many health benefits. Like, lifting is also important because of, like, the self-efficacy stuff. But that running, like, that endorphin boost, like, that kind of sense of accomplishment when you, like, reach a new distance or or whatever, like, it's very different. And it's also, like, a meditation almost, too. It's mental. Yeah, yeah. It's so mental, mental, man. Yeah. Gigantically mental. So I recently did like four and a half K. That's like the longest I've ran. That's a big move. Long yeah, time. that's a oh, big move. In like a no. year or two, like it's yeah. been, I just don't run often. And I ran it and I was like, okay, like I can, like I did it and I was like, I could do more. Yeah. 100% you So could. I'm like, okay, I like if I just keep doing this, like I can get up right. there. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's just like a, another like thing that we talked about the last episode, like a lifelong thing of just like working on it, like being consistent, not being, not being better than anyone. But being better than you were yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Being better than yourself. Yes. Like you're your own competition. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's Who, like the biggest like, shift yeah. from yesterday. Like I'm gonna yeah. kick his yeah. behind. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. that's you know what, what it's about. Yeah, that's like I think like that's so it it pushes you like forward yeah. in life. Yeah, and it plays back into self efficacy, right? Like you yeah. feel better. You know you're doing better in life mm-hmm. because you were able to push more for a run. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, it seems like it's just a run, but you know that you did better on this run than you did ever before. Yeah. Right? So it's a big part of that. Yeah. 100%. And, and that just like easily bleeds into like mental health. Because like, a lot of the time oh. with mental health, like it's a lot about not believing that you can do something. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. you, you have, like we've all experienced different types of mental health, like, like negative like, mental health, negative yeah. mental health, yeah. like mental health problems, I guess. And, and there's times where you're like, man, I don't know if I can do this or like, I don't know if, I'm capable or whatever. But once you start showing yourself that you're capable of other things in your life, like going for a run, like lifting or whatever, it, it kind of builds that general self-efficacy. For sure. Yeah. If, if you don't believe that, I dare you, viewer, uh, listener, 
even even you guys just to remind yourselves you go to the gym right when it opens destroy your workout come up especially in the winter months before the sun's up to yeah. do its job before other people are even awake to start going to your job yeah, and you've yeah. already killed your workout just that natural high you feel i've spoken about oh, it before yeah. but man you're on cloud nine you come oh, out and you're sure. like where is my day? I'm about to destroy this day. Yeah. You crash because of sleep at some point. <laughs> you, you take a nice siesta and you're back at it. That natural yeah, high. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, oh, that's so true. I live for that. Yeah, man. it's a big push to for the rest of your day because you know that you killed it in the gym, so you're going to kill it for the day. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. that self-efficacy. Exactly. Like Saf was saying, it carries over to the other aspects of your life. Yeah. It's not just like, I am jacked. I'm only good at lifting things and putting them back down. I'm only good at putting one foot in front of the other for a long distance. It's no, if I tell myself I can do something, I will do it. Yeah. So whatever project I'm working at at work, I told myself I can do it. I'm going to destroy that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's just taking control of your life. Basically. Exactly. And it brings in that positivity into your life, right? Cause like mm-hmm. everything seems so much better because you're able to kill it in one part. So you know, you can kill it in everything else. Yeah. So you know that, you're just going to feel better. You're going to feel good. You're going to love yourself a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Self-love. Yeah. Self-love, man. It's big. Yeah. It's huge. So, like, kind of going back to, like, you, your kind of, you had this kind of event or this realization uh, in first year, and then you kind of started flipping your life almost. Right. And you said you, like, started exercising more and working out and, like, building self-efficacy through there. Right. And then you also said, like, the social aspect of, like, your friends being there for you in different ways. Right. Is there anything else that you kind of focused on or learned or noticed um the biggest thing was focusing on what i liked what Mm. what was important to me right like that was the biggest reason why i joined king games because i was like yo i need to i need to party i need to have (laughs) an outlet where i could have fun where i could have those friends to have fun with you know like we talked about this earlier too where you have that group of friends that you can just go out with have a good time with right like Mm. that was king games for me and it just built a big connection to me at my university because I was like okay like I'm representing my university at King Games now but I'm also having fun with all these yeah. other people yeah. from all around Canada having mm. a damn good time right like yeah. that's what it was about so just focusing on what I enjoyed more and what I thought was important became like a big way for me to feel better about who I am mm. yeah and that's like the definition of self-love exactly like, yeah like, yeah that's what it is yeah yeah it's, it's when you love someone else, you, you do what you think they would enjoy, what they would like, or right. what they value. Like, right. That's what you do. But self-love is, okay, what do I actually care about? Right. What do I, what makes me happy? Right. In the moment, but also after the moment. Right. And then, like, I'm going to do those things for myself. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. e- even when we talked to Anuka back in episode whatever episode it was he talked about you know how he was grinding for six years he did not enjoy himself right he just grinded and enjoyed the process he just grinded and yeah. he looked back and he was like well you know like he questioned himself like what was it worth and, and everything but like you know his value was hard work that was his value right um and he's like i'm not gonna like enjoy i'm not gonna party as much as everyone else like i'm gonna do this but like if some if being with people going to king games something that's gonna make you happy and it's it's not gonna just be in the moment but like after you're done you'll, you'll look back and like be happy that you did it that was right. fun yeah exactly it was, it's a good time that you enjoyed that you mm-hmm. did for yourself it just changes everything mm-hmm. yeah yeah i love that's, that that's so good yeah i love that because like 
we spoke about it that episode too. Like, enjoy the balance between the YOLO life. Yeah. The I might die tomorrow. I actually don't know. Yeah. And also the if I don't die tomorrow, I won't worth in my life. So I got to work towards goals. Exactly. So yeah. finding that perfect balance, dude. People like we talk about it, and sometimes people like the viewers and listeners might think we look down at partying, but no, like, we freaking go out all the time together. Yeah. yeah. And. I freaking love to dance. Anyone that like personally oh, knows yeah. me goes like, I will not miss on an opportunity to go to the bar and mm-hmm. just dance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if I'm driving, no alcohol, <laughs> I will be on the <laughs> dance floor. Yeah, just out. laying it out. Yeah, because I taught <laughs> Saf out of dance. Yeah, you taught me everything. Man. So yeah, I, I get a, I watch the master and I learn. Oh Saf's man, like a really good dancer. I don't know if I said nah. this before. <laughs> he basically has <laughs> been teaching. Oh damn. <laughs> The, the Guys, pressure Saf uh, to choreograph something <laughs> for him and I to do next week, and then we'll post the video. There we go. Now I got the viewers on my side. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. we'll Show us those moves, yeah, yeah. And then we'll post the video of Sharif doing the dance, um, and we'll see what you guys think of that. We'll, we'll go there. How about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep It'd us both like accountable. It'd, It'd be, be like that. It'd be like that. Um, Shiv, just to, I think we're closing up, okay. but like... You know, I think those three things that we just talked about, like the three big things that kind of helped you are, are gigantic things. So, but they're like hard. They're all really hard things to do. Yeah. Um, and especially hard to start. It's right. hard to start exercising. It's hard to start like, yeah. you know, changing your perspective on your yeah. friends or yeah. on how you spend your time. And hard to start like actually doing self-love. Right. So like, how would you say someone could start? I think it, ha- it needs to happen in pieces, right? Like mm-hmm. you need to you need to have sh- like really really small goals that you want to be able to accomplish. So, for example, like you might want to say, okay, I want to hit the gym today. Just go to the gym, try out something, you know, try out something that you've never done before. Try out a fitness class that you've never tried before. Small steps, exactly, and be like, okay, this was my goal for the week. I did it. You know what I mean? Goal setting. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Just goal setting and having your own objectives, having a task list. You know, that's what it's about. Like, even if it starts to just enter a gym. Yeah, literally. Like, my first goal was get inside the gym and figure out what's in the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, I was like, okay, there's platforms. There's an Olympic bar. Um, there's weights that I can put on it. I was like, okay, cool. Olympic weightlifting seems kind of cool. <laughs> like, I'll try. Exactly, yeah. Like. Yeah. And just trying new, sh- new stuff and then going from there and building on things that you like from there right Mm -hmm. like it's just small things that you got to do in steps and then you move on to the bigger things after from there Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's that it's just momentum it's yeah exactly like once you get going you're gonna keep going yeah Yeah. that's so that's if you stay consistent so like as long as your tasks i think you tell yourself show up to the gym yeah show up to the gym every day even the days you don't want to it's part of your habit habit you're like i'm not i know i'm not going to get the best workout because my energy is all over the place yeah but show up to the gym because you never know you might get like a third fourth wind of the day exactly yeah. yeah and like at the end of the day you need something that you really love that can hold you accountable right yeah. like for me that's pizza so like every week <laughs> i'm like all right cool. if i do well this week i'm gonna get myself pizza on friday wait just yeah. once yeah man, gotta keep the weight not, low. Not pizza every <laughs> day, luxury. <laughs> can't can't do pizza every day. Yeah, I mean you can. Obviously you can, but you just yeah. maybe shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. Yeah, just tough to do. Tough to do, man. Just, yeah, just tough. Yeah. One more thing I want to say when we were on the topic of like practicing something and then eventually becomes part of 
like you were saying about your positive outlook that yeah. at some point you were practicing looking at stuff positively and then at a point it was just naturally who you were. Yeah. Muhammad Ali, he he said this in an interview. He people were like, How'd you always know you were gonna win or whatever? Uh, like be the greatest of all time. So like, I didn't. He was like, I started saying I'm the greatest before I even believed that yeah. I was the greatest. He's yeah. like, I said it enough over and over again while people called me crazy. I called myself crazy. And he was like, then eventually, because I said it so much, I started believing it. Mm-hmm. And when I started believing it, I started performing like I was the greatest. When I started performing like I was the greatest, other people started believing that I was yeah, the greatest. Exactly. So just like the things Outlook can do to you. Yeah, man. Before you even mm-hmm. think yeah. you're that person, tell yourself. Yeah. The mind has big power, right? So like mm-hmm. if you make your mind think that you're doing good things, you know you're going to be doing good things. So you yeah. bring about what you think about. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that's, damn. Yeah. That's, oh, big, yeah. that's a little head drop there, man. That's how you end. Yeah. No, okay. Actually, wait, before we end, anything else you want to talk about? One more piece of advice for the viewers slash oh, listeners. If you want. Or just, a lot like, of pressure. or like a random. Or just pizza topping. Like, oh, what, pizza what topping. Oh. An analogy, oh. if you have an analogy. Analo- we love analogies. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty bad at those. Okay. So, yeah. Good. Perfect. So yeah. you, you, <laughs> you leave your signature on the to end this off okay what's my signature whatever you want to talk <laughs> oh, about damn. just like last um thing. dominoes okay dominoes. sponsor me all right i'm trying to get sponsored i don't want to pay for competitions no more so dominoes sponsor me dominoes my head of month yeah every exactly. friday every friday yeah man like, i'm there yeah <laughs> free pizza every and like friday. i want a friend who's sponsored by a pizza place so i can get free <laughs> exactly pizza. yeah that's what that's i'm sweet. talking about where, where can people reach you on social media <laughs> Uh, so my Instagram uh, is Shivam underscore Chada. Um, we'll put it in the description. Yeah, it's yeah. the biggest one I think. Sweet. Sounds good, man. Thanks for sharing with us. No worries. Appreciate man. Yeah. Appreciate all you clean. opening up. Yeah, all yeah. clean. <laughs> After going to the smelling gym. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't one of those short showers. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Shower Thoughts. Uh, once again, we'll see you in the next one. But please, please. <laughs> Please don't shower until then. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch this, it's on YouTube, Shower Thoughts. It's on Apple Podcasts, Shower Thoughts. We have an Instagram, Shower Thoughts with SS. We post clips and stuff. I think we'll start posting like even longer like IGTV stuff. I think yeah. it would be mm. cool to do. Cool. Um, and SoundCloud, other podcasts. What's that thing you posted yesterday? Cast? Kate? Something I don't know. Did you put it on there? I didn't. I don't know how it's we're on it. We're on it. We're on. <laughs> we'll the cast put that in the. We'll put that in the description. But we're on this thing. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> I we're wonder on what else we're on. <laughs> yeah. We're on a lot of podcast apps. So yeah, uh, listen, watch, whatever you want. But also, just like let us know what you guys think um, about what we talked about today. Like you know, everyone experiences stuff with mental health. Everyone experiences with self-efficacy and like problems with that. So if you have any thoughts and ideas, shower thoughts specifically message us or come on the podcast just like our boy Shiv um, and and we'll we'll talk about it yeah so we'll see you guys in the next one (laughs) cheehoo